You're now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Hello and welcome. That's right. Once again, you are trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This ain't just a reaction show, but a debate show and a live discussion on everything that makes people like you and I tick. So thank you for joining us once again on another boys spoiler discussion. Again, spoiler warning as we're going to be talking about episode 6 tonight. Please hit that like button and subscribe. I'm your co-host, Jay St. G, Certified Geek, seven days a week, coming to you live from yours truly, the land of Tom Cruise, Syracuse, New York. And always among us, it's our moderator and troll hammer, stronger than the DK Banana Slam. It is Joe from Fall One Gaming. What is popping, my dude? Oh, we got a show for you tonight. We got a star stellar cast here. We got Davis, aka Titan Goji. We have the legendary Catlock 99. We have Josh from Movie and Gaming Aficionados. Dion from Off the Beaten Podcast. And the Pretty Guardian. Yes, thank you for joining us tonight. And Joe, before we get started here, who do we got in the chat? In the chat tonight, we have Double Dragon Gaming, Paul Tackett, and. Oh, I'm gonna butcher this name, but I'm, I'm guessing it's Shabuzi. Shabuzi. We'll just say Shabuzi. <laughs> okay. All right, that works. <laughs> All right. So you guys know the vibes here. So uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go around in the circle, let all these fantabulous people plug themselves in and give their general thoughts on the episode, and then we're gonna just open up the floor. So. We'll go counterclockwise. We'll start with Tabmug99. By the way, everybody, all the links are in the description. Please sub them up. But yes, Tabmug99, what do you think of this episode in general? And of course, tell everybody where they can find you. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Tabmug99. You probably know me best for my Mortal Kombat lore videos here on youtube.com forward slash Tabmug99. You can also find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, all at the same convenient and easy to remember username, Tabmock99. Uh, so what did I think of this episode of The Boys? Well, I think it's, I'd give it like a, yeah, like an eight and a half out of 10, maybe nine out of 10. I thought it was really cool. There was a lot of crazy stuff going on. Some of it was really over the top, man. Some of it was like a little gross, but uh, a little hard to swallow, I guess you might say. But all in all, fun, enjoyable episode, a lot of fun political commentary. Some of it got a little bit clumsy, but you know what? I knew what they were going for, and I enjoyed it. Excellent. Uh, and by the way, thank you both uh, for having me on again this week. I was here last week, and I feel like a lot of the stuff that I said was vindicated. Some of my predictions came true. Same for you, Jay, and we'll, I won't take it at hog up the space now. I'll save that for some of the show once the floor opens up. Yes, and thank you so much for uh, rejoining us. And, of course, um, again, please sum them up. I actually just popped it in the chat there. And of course, the lovely Pretty Guardian. What did you think of this uh, this latest episode? Hello, I am Pretty Guardian. You can follow my channel over on youtube.com slash Pretty Guardian. I make gaming reviews, videos, and more. And as far as my thoughts on this episode, I loved it. This has been one of my favorite episodes of the season so far. It was absolutely great, particularly that ending. I'm really excited to see and like hear from everybody else on the panel tonight to see what really stood out to them and just hash it out. So 
definitely a great episode. Excellent. And of course, the documentary maker, Joshua Burst of Movie Aficionados, man. What'd you think? Uh, what's going on, man? Josh here, Movie Aficionados, Movie Gaming Aficionados. Um, I thought the episode was great. Uh, upon rewatching it, I noticed it wasn't flawless. There were some things, some minor, well, some issues that weren't necessarily minor issues. I know we'll talk about those when we get a chance. Um, and yeah, you know, uh, thank you, uh, Jay, for having me. I, I appreciate it. You know, sorry I couldn't be here last week, but I'm ready to have a good show this week. All right. And uh, thank you, man. Let's get started. Absolutely. The mighty titan goji who's got a new channel by the way well yo what'd you think of that episode man yes thank you for thank you for finally being on one of our voice discussions Uh, oh yeah like it like like i i've been meaning to come on to one of these for uh for a very good while uh but for those who don't know i'm davis Smidol, also known as Titan Goji. Uh, I do videos about tokusatsu, anime, uh, mainly Japanese sci-fi and what have you. And and as Jay said, I recently started a second channel that's fitness-based. Uh, it's titled Turned A Fitness and Performance. Uh, uh, and, you know, for, and for the Gundam fans uh, in the chat, you might know where I the name from. Uh, <laughs> uh, as, as for my thoughts on this episode, this is probably my favorite episode of The Boys thus far. It's like it, like it was extremely over the top. The effects were just uh, like were just incredible for such a production. Um, it, like uh, everything that the characters are are going through, like uh, like it, like uh, like like it's it, like it's it's hard to put put into words, but like it's it, like it is that episode for me, and I love it so much because of that. Very well said. I'm I'm like I said, we see an eye on this one here. Dion McGill of All the Beaten Podcast, Chicago's finest, is back among us once again, man. What? did you think of this episode my dude first things first let me apologize i'm having some technical difficulties but short sweet if you had told me that i was going to see the best episode of this series this episode i wouldn't have believed you but this episode blew my mind and that had nothing to do with hero gasm i was like the bottom of the, the bottom the <laughs> bottom of it all um love this episode it was just so much in it uh, things we saw, things we heard, things that were implied. So I'm super excited to hear you guys' views, and thank you for having me, Jay. Always, man. Like I said, you're you're one of our very first guests ever. You're uh, you're uh, like another member of the channel, man. <laughs> Joe from Fall One Gaming. Before you give your opinion, please tell them about tomorrow, and definitely tell them what we're doing on Tuesday. Yes, tomorrow we go back to. Mortal Kombat, Deception, Conquest mode, finale time. Yes, we're going to finish it up. On Tuesday, we're going to do a one-off of House of the Dead remake. Hell yeah, my dude. And Joe, what did you think of that episode, man? Oh, boy. This is the, the first episode that I can actually say I'm giving a 10 out of 10 for. Uh, this is my, my favorite episode of the season. Uh, way over the top. Great relationships throughout. I mean, there's really no, almost nothing I could really nitpick about this episode. This episode is as close to perfect as they've been able to get. 
Absolutely, my dude. I am with you on that one, Joe. Let me just tell you real quick that uh, uh, before I just give my quick opinion here, just want to let everybody know, please mark your calendars for next Friday. That is July 8th at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. That's 8 o'clock for you Central folks and you motherfuckers out in the West Coast. That's 6 o'clock. We're going to be premiering the Mount Rushmore of Action Heroes. Nerd Cage Live and Friends. We're all going to be piling in, talking about who the best action stars of all time are. And you guys are in for a real treat. Please mark your calendars. I don't have the link ready because it's baking in the oven right now and it's sm smelling mighty fine. But I, I will drop the link. Um, if you subscribe, I will drop that link. Hopefully by Tuesday or Wednesday, you guys will have the link. Mark your calendars. It will be premiering next Friday at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. As far as the boys goes, holy fucking smokes, man. Um, yes, the hero gasm was great. I mean, dicks, tits, oh my, it was fantastic. But yo, it was all about that fight at the end, and we're gonna get into it. But yeah, best episode ever. Holy smokes, how are they gonna top that? We're gonna find out later tonight as episode seven oh, yeah. drops tonight. That's right. And we're gonna be talking about that next Thursday as well. That being said, let's open up this motherfucker, man. For starters. I laughed so fucking hard because I parodied Gal Gadot when yeah. she was singing Imagine and all those other celebrities who can't sing for shit. And I think what made it extra funny for me was seeing Black Noir with the, with the lyrics. <laughs> lyrics on. Right. So guys, oh, that was so great. Yeah, what'd you guys think, man? Whoever wants I, to go first. I, I I love it when this show like just uh, like uh, just 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 really really pokes fun uh at like whatever you know celebrities uh do that because like one like it, it is incredibly corny two what is that even gonna do <laughs> yeah yeah like, it, like, it, it, uh, it also 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 um it's 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 also like uh that that like one uh one um i forget who it was but it was it was that one pepsi commercial that that they also parody with a train that was also hilarious yeah yeah and like it's like and and like and i i i just i i just really love lengths that this show goes uh like uh, when it comes to the content that it, it is satirizing because uh, uh because like because uh, um, uh, like it, it completely works it's totally funny and um yeah I, I, and and i i, I don't want to take too much of the uh, discussion I'll, I'll, let, I'll let others add on to it but put it short genius <laughs> yeah i agree i agree um I know the big fight at the end that we talked about a little bit was amazing. That kind of finale with, uh, you know, two on one, that was really something. But I, I honestly, I think my favorite part had to be when Black Noir ripped out his tracking chip in the elevator and just handed it to that girl. And she's like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that was I loved it. Oh, yeah. But you can see Homelander starting to break down. Now, if you guys have seen the side spinoff, right? Uh, the animated one, The Boys Presents Diabolical. Diabolical yep. You will understand the scene a lot more. Why does Homelander think that Black Noir is so, you know, connected to him? Like, Homelander and Black Noir have a special relationship that that animated series elaborates on. 
And if you understand that, the nature of how they got, became like this and how they became so tight in the first place, you get it why Homelander's like, no, no, Black Noir wouldn't run. He would never do this to me. It's so ingenious if you see that show, the way it sets the scene up. Um, another scene that I kind of liked, but I thought it was a little clumsy, was when uh, Homelander had his meltdown in front of the news. Now, I know what they were going for. There was a thing that happened in real life where they asked Trump, well, what about the people who are scared? What about the 14,000 people who are dying? What can you say to these people to give them hope? And it's like, well, I say you're a lousy reporter. That's what I say. Um, so I get what they were parroting in real life, you know, back to Davis's point, when they take real life stuff and, and try to insert it into the show. I thought this one was a little clumsy just because Homelander is so super powerful. It's hard to imagine him, uh, you know, he could rip you in half like by just looking at you funny. So it's hard to imagine him having a little meltdown like that. Um, and on this show, we, as we've seen, the news a lot of times is not trustworthy. You know, there will be like what we saw in season two with Stormfront. She'll kill 59 people chasing this one terrorist and then blame all the deaths on him. So the news historically has not been a source of factual information as far as what they can uh, communicate to the general public. And now here's Homelander having a freak out over the news. Little contrived, but I get why they did it. Just a little bit because what you were saying about Homelander being so powerful and there's no reason for him to be scared. I feel like they've done a really good job of foreshadowing his unhinging and the fact that he is actually a little bit worried about Soldier Boy and what's going on. Thank so, you. He is falling apart. And yeah. you did see, we yeah. especially saw that happen in the scene where he's talking to himself in the mirror. And it's implied that this is not the first time he's had that type of conversation. It's just the first time we've seen it. Um, observation. He is he is coming apart at the seams for sure. Yeah, and that's been the overall theme that he's been. It's been like a slow, like it's a slow burn of like you know him. Like we always know he's been bad and he's crazy, but now like it's coming out publicly. Like he can't even hide it anymore, and we're seeing that more and more as the season progresses. Um, Dion, Josh, you guys want to add anything? Joe, do you guys want to add anything to that um, that opening scene or anything else? Or what, uh, tack anything else? Uh, yeah, it was well-deserved uh, for those assholes who did the stupid Imagine video. Uh, it actually made me dislike Gal Gadot a lot uh, the first time I saw it. So uh, I was really happy to see them poke fun at that idiotic shit. Um, <laughs> that irritating idiotic shit. So yeah, it was good. Excellent. Yeah, I think on that, on that point, I think the thing that they were going for the most, uh, they used a different song, but I think they were trying to kind of parody the We Are the World stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They failed miserably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, what man. do you got? Yeah, you know, <laughs> um, so that, that video actually parodied an actual video of the song Imagine from the beginning of COVID. I don't know if you guys remember that. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, that's what I was talking about, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, I just love the fact that like they're having this conversation and the first thing Homelander goes is like, okay, I'm gonna go kill Soldier Boy. That's it, and like, oh, all right. <laughs> like, I was like, well, Dale, mm, okay. And so I really, I really like that. Like that just made, that had me cracking up. And so, yeah. Cool. 
Well, before we move on, though, I do want to talk about what, since Tab Monk brought it up already about the uh, elevator scene, that goes to show you that Noir is horrified also of Soldier Boy, as he should be, because, you know, there's that overwhelming threat that he can just take your powers away as, you know, displayed with uh, Kamiko. So, um, you know, I'm sure we'll talk more about Soldier Boy. Everything Soldier Boy said was absolutely hysterical. Because he's so oh, out of touch. Yeah. Oh yeah, that too. There, the yeah, Bill Cosby, no the Bill Cosby out, part. Where he's like, yeah, Bill Cosby would be, would be like that. Too, uh, <laughs> well, what was the name of the sauce? I don't even remember, but I know it was something. I think he called it sauce. Really strong drink. It was basically a parody of sauce. No, the sauce that they got from Whataburger. He said it was something Oriental, which I know that that's really you can't really say that. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy yeah, just, well, what he say? He just what came back from a 40, 40 year hibernation, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the inverse of uh, Captain America, where Captain America wants to see the Wizard of Oz. Like, he says things like, or, or he wants to see catch up on things, but in a good way. But this is like, he's like, I remember how shit used to be. You know, it's like the opposite. But it was still so funny, though, because Huey's like, when he, as soon as he said Bill Cosby, he's like, yeah, that's a lot to unpack right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's like, yeah, <laughs> America's dad. Um,. Yeah, I know that that shit was funny. Um, by the way, I just want to welcome Corn Siegel to the I just chat. like the su- Go ahead. I was I like the subtle joke about man, he made really strong drinks. I was like, oh hell no, he didn't. Thank you, Dion. <laughs> I was like, oh hell no, he didn't. <laughs> but he did. That was the exact words I used. Oh hell no, he didn't. <laughs> I also like the parody of the Wonder Twins. We've never seen them before. Up oh until this my episode. god. So. <laughs> I was just Wonder telling Twin Davis, I was just activate. telling Davis off air, like, I was like, yo, isn't it so fucked up that uh, a, a pair of twins are hosting an orgy? Like, isn't that a little weird? Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's there's, there's yeah. definitely some weird undertones going on there. <laughs> I, okay. yeah. I guess while we're on that, Herogasm. Um, before we get into... The graphic detail that was Herogasm. Okay, I have no proof of this. I'm just, and I know this was based off, Herogasm was something from the comics. But mm -hmm. I think the comics got the idea. Okay, I, I want to take the spotlight for a second here. So the Herogasm, I think where they got that idea from, there, there's a really, really funny story out there involving Adam West and Frank Gorshing. Uh, there is. So back, right. yes. You know where I'm going with this. So yes. back in the 60s in the height. They were actually at an orgy. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You stole my thunder, but yes. <laughs> so at the peak of their um, popularity, at the peak of, uh, of Batman, 66, um, they, so Frank Gorshin and Adam West were invited to a private orgy in Hollywood. And they went into the orgy and they, and they refused to break character as the Riddler and Batman. And they were pissing everybody off. So they wound up getting kicked out of that orgy. So where I'm going with this is I think the whole superhero orgy idea came from Adam West and Frank Gorshin. I just thought that's, I have no proof. That's where I think it's where it came from. Uh, for those who don't know that story, you're welcome. Look it up. That's so awful. <laughs> that is amazing. That's the most wow. Adam West thing that Adam West could do. God, yeah. rest your, God rest your soul, Adam West and Frank Gorshin. I love you guys. And I just think it's so funny that they pulled that shit off. 
Yeah. Um, but Herogasm! Oh my god! <laughs> well, well, also, I like the apropos title of Herogasm because it references not just the event, but also what we get later with the uh, our final battle and whatnot. It, it's literally a Herogasm and metaphorically, too. It's kind of... plant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect title. Perfect timing, too. I knew that Adam West story, and I didn't connect the dots like that, so thank you. Yeah, I, I, I was... I asked the god, like... I thought Herogasm was like a person. I didn't realize it was an orgy or an event. So when I started, when I started watching the episode, I immediately got flashbacks of that um, that Adam West story. So now, where where was that scene in Matt Reeves' Batman? <laughs> <laughs> that was more of a behind-the-scenes kind of a thing. <laughs> Yeah, um, and there was really, you know what was so clever about that, um, that Herogasm scene? The first thing you see, you actually see, is the Starlight dildo flying across the screen. I mean, besides yeah. the, besides the guy that strangled Mother's Milk with his dick. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's, it's the same guy that, that's, now if I'm missing, that was the same guy that strangled, um, Mother's Milk, right, with his dick in season two? It was the same guy, right? Okay. Yeah. Just make it sure. It's been a while since I've watched season two. But yeah, after you get the, you know, the dick is like, oh my god, get that thing away from me. And then, you, like I said, you see the Starlight dildo because you know the the seven dildos out there are out there. I just saw it's funny because you see Starlight's reaction, see her her uh, her themed dildo fly across the screen. I thought that was a clever little touch when she like freaked out about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. That that was that was too funny. I don't know where she I don't know where else gets a percentage again. of sales on stuff like that. You know. Yeah. All the merch. Yeah. Fun fact: the band Romstein has a fucking dildo set for all the members of uh, Romstein. Nice. Just want to throw that out there for you know those who are into collecting Romstein merch. You're welcome. I don't have it. Just saying, in case you're wondering, I do not own. I do not own the Ramstein dildo set. It's okay, Jay. This is a judgment-free zone. And Jay, just for the record, that's what got Ramstein banned from Chicago. <laughs> I saw them in Chicago. Was this before um uh that rock up in 2016 or after? Uh, sorry, Dan. Uh, I think you muted or. He cut out there for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no worries. Go, go ahead, no worries. Okay. Was that was that from like the the '90s heyday, or was that from or was that recently from Chicago? Oh, I think we got technical difficulty here. Uh oh. It's all good. Technical difficulty. That's all right. Um, but yeah. One of my favorite bands, by the way, of yes. all time. Uh, definitely in top oh, yeah. top five. Yeah, I, I, it would have been funny if like we heard a buzzing in your background, Jay. It's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist for you. So uh, don't tell with Herogasm the event, sorry, did you want to jump in there? No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I had seen all these blogs where people were like upset saying that it was so graphic and blah, blah, blah. And I'm gonna be honest, I didn't feel like it really was. Like for an orgy, it seemed relatively tame as far as what they were depicting. I I don't know. Like, I, I feel like the, the first episode of season one with, like, the, the dude jumping into the urethra and everything, like, that was way more graphic to me <laughs> Who than anything we got in Hero Gossam. I did think it was interesting how they 
used it almost as like set dressing for the episode. Like the characters were interacting, talking, and you just kind of see little snippets of things happening in the background. It was interesting. I actually got a question for everybody. Was that the one Asian guy that Huey bumped into? Was that Bobby Lee? No. It wasn't? Okay. It looked like I didn't know who that was. So. But no, uh, I will say, what happened to Mother's Milk in this episode was pretty yeah. disturbing. Oh I was more my god! Like this <laughs> than anything else. What made that so funny? Because first he was bitching about his jacket, which was pretty fucking minor, and then he opens up the door and got splooged on. Like, wow! Yeah. And remember, he's OCD. He's germaphobic. He. This is the worst possible thing that could happen to him. <laughs> That immediately reminded me of, like, the many times that Scary Movie franchise did that. <laughs> oh, Grandma's yeah. Boy did that, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit was, that shit was um, bonkers. <laughs> I like how uh, they do the room pan, and there's all these clever ways that people are having sex that are mutant X-Men related. Like, there's a Professor X guy who's making them, you know, using his mind to have sex with him. There's yeah. the electric guy who's doing stuff. So one guy makes an ice dildo. Yeah, ice dildo, yeah. He's like a Sub-Zero guy. A lot of thought went into that scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine being in the writer's room meeting that day, huh? Yeah. And talk about genius marketing. Like... The, they were hyping this up. They even gave like a warning. Like there was actually, I think this is the first time ever the, the boys actually had like a warning. Yeah, trigger warning. Yeah. It was uh, a funny warning. It was funny. <laughs> so like, it, and the thing is, the thing that's really clever though, and Dion did say it, and I have to agree with him. It, it wasn't even the best part of the show. I mean, yeah, it was a that was a great fucking scene, and it was highly entertaining. Just saying. Um, but everything that, like, happened in that scene just led to something, like, even fucking better. And before we even get to that, I also just want to mention the, um, um, like I said, the, the weirdness that was the twins, and also want to touch on the, um, the octopus. (laughs) That was so wrong on so many levels, but that shit was fucking funny. And... You know, so it looks like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Homelander's gonna like this. <laughs> it was his idea for me to come here. Like, well, there goes all. <laughs> there goes all her weapons or all her ammo she was gonna use. Hey, Jay, I wanted to say something. Yes. You and I were both vindicated hard. Okay. Last week, I called out A Train on his being a complete hypocrite. Um, I also called out. Billy Butcher for his hypocrisy and on this episode both of those characters got called out for exactly what I said so I felt like totally vindicated I was reading the scenes right and then you also you read Homelander right because you said you think he's scared of Soldier Boy like this is the one fight that he knows he might not be able to win and this terrifies him you called it and they said it directly just like that yeah and the thing is like uh, Homelander has always been I mean, other than Stormfront, he's always been the most powerful soup. So there was no one there to challenge him. So now that there's potentially a soup out there that's maybe more powerful than him, well, we're still trying to figure that out right now. And yeah, so this is is basically a first-time deal for him. He's never faced anybody more threatening than him because all the fights he's been in, 
were like either humans that he like you know that he rescued or fought you know you know save you know stopping bank robberies and you know dealing with lesser powered soups within the seven he's never dealt with a threat like this before um another thing that was interesting too and i'm sorry i'm going out of order here but it just dawned on me is the that the fact that he was stunned by billy butcher having powers so that just tells us that he's not aware of v24 You'd think that he would be able to sense that there might be something different about Billy. Maybe he was cut off guard, but maybe he'll know to look for that next time. That's a good point. That was a little bit of a continuity error since uh, his son was able to, to see it before uh, in Billy. That's a good point, Josh. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Um, but I will say this. Uh, well, I, I don't want to get too much into the battle yet. Uh, when you guys are ready, maybe I'll do that. But I was going to say that it did take the uh, full effort of the three of them to even, like, you know, really have a good fight. So, you um, know, actually, before we actually get to the battle, uh, uh, yeah. I'm sorry I keep going all over the place. No, it's fine. But the one scene that was really fucking awesome is where um, Nadia confronted Starlight and gave her the nosebleed. Uh, when he, she's yeah, like, oh, are you going to pop my head? I'm going to disagree. That was the scene I was talking about in the beginning. Okay. That's the scene I think that makes it not perfect. Because for me, it seemed really out of character for Nadia to do that. And I feel like she's yeah. been kind of wasted this entire time. Um, they could have done so much more with her. And... For a while, they made us think she was more vulnerable. Like, oh, I'm also under the, the you know, uh, mercy of Homelander. Da, da, da. I can't really kill him right now. But after that scene, it was kind of like she knows way too much. She knows, like, something's going on with Maeve. She knows Huey knows who she is somehow. And none of it's explained. She just has all this information and makes a weird threat to... Uh, somebody who should be on her team uh, it was a very strange approach well i think I what it, that yeah go ahead go ahead Nadia. go ahead pretty, pretty guard i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt uh, i was just agreeing with josh i think he's totally right it it did seem out of character her out of character for her to be so aggressive with somebody who ultimately seems like they would be on her team anyway like starlight's not the one to be making threats to she's not like it, it was it was just weird um, i mean no, no, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. No, I was just agreeing with you. That's all. Thank you. Thank you, by the way. Uh, no, I was going to say that if she didn't do that and didn't have that approach from like a character writing standpoint, what I would have done, I just don't see she would have got a better response from Annie as opposed to playing her hand, letting her know that she knows that Huey and her know that she has powers and all of these things. It was done very sloppily. I feel like that was very rushed. Like they're trying to get that plot line over with. Meanwhile, it's such a great plot line, and we haven't seen Victoria throughout this whole series. So, like I said, yeah, it's just wasted to me, in my opinion. I, I, I disagree, just just the fact that we don't know 100% if she's on, like, if she's trying to trick Homelander or not. Like, yeah. that's just it. Like, I don't think they're going to want to give away too much. So, we don't know, we still don't know whose side she's really on. So yeah. that's why she I is a mystery. She is a mystery, and I'm excited to see where they take us with her. Yeah, I think, I think we can say lines on it a little bit because I think uh, she's in prime position to kind of take over now that Stan's kind of out of the picture. And if she thinks ahead already, it goes well. I'm kind of the head of thought now, and Starlight's like basically just trashing them the whole time. 
She's like, how fucking dare you? So she shows how she can control her power enough to, she can hurt you, but she doesn't have to kill you. Yeah, I, I I agree with Joe on that one. I just that's how I thought. I thought it was cool that you know, like I said, the the whole nosebleed thing, you know. So I thought that was it a nice was touch. subtle. If you blinked, me. you could have missed it. But when I, I saw that on the rewatch, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, that. Hey, but you know, another good scene. It was after the hero gasm stuff was over, right? Mm -hmm. A train versus Blue Hawk. I know where you're going yeah. with this. It's Mortal Kombat, just say yeah. it. Fatality. Yep. Fatality. Okay. First of all, Huey got a, a genuine apology out of A-Train. So A-Train mm -hmm. actually was like, oh man, I get it. What I did was fucked up. Now that I experience it, I understand what you're saying now. When soups kill an innocent person, it is messed up. But did he really learn his lesson? Because he thinks that Blue Hawk deserves to die for exactly the same thing he did. So he still hasn't really learned his lesson, in my opinion. He's still a total hypocrite, that A-Train. And if it goes public, if the public learns what he did to Blue Hawk, uh, he's going to die. Because honestly, they said Homelander wanted the heroes to present a united front. If it goes out that there's soup-on-soup soup violence, he's done for. All right, well, there's a couple things I want to say about in response to that. First off, like they presented it like he was already done for. I don't know if you noticed that, but like they made it yeah. seem like he was dead with his eyes yeah. open, which I want to say was very clever how it was done because it echoed all the idiotic commercials that he had. It like panned out and got quiet like the same way. And I thought that was very clever, very clever uh, uh, similarity because like all those commercials, like, ah, oh, this is just annoying. This is a stupid part of the plot line. But the way they had that callback with him just looking up like, he's dead which i don't think he's dead but i'm saying they wanted you i think that was a, a red herring they wanted you to think that he was dead uh, i really do like that imagery though um yeah and i loved i never got to say this because uh, i wasn't here last week i love the actor that plays blue hawk uh nick weschler from uh it's always sunny i don't know if you guys know he's the guy who charlie gives the hornet's nest to oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's brad fisher i don't know if you guys remember that that's, that's I, I didn't Realize that was him. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> well, yeah. I just like I said That's the way. Cut. And, and for those who don't know what Tab Monk was talking about, uh, in Mortal Kombat 11, Cabal has the exact same mm. fatality. Mm -hmm. uh, mm. Where Cabal grabs, well, he hook swords you, and then he drags you. He runs. Cabal's a speedster, so he runs, drags your body across the pavement. Um. Whoop, we just lost somebody. Um, oh, still there. Oh. Hold on, I just gotta do a quick switcheroo here. Uh, but yeah, Joe, take over for a second here while yeah, I it, pull the switch. The only difference with that fatality is that he didn't get cut in half in this. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's basically the same exact thing. And hey, I, it was cool, man. Blue Hawk deserved it. Uh, A-Train kind of deserves it himself, and it appears that he may have died. He got a heart attack for certain. But I agree with you, Josh. They wanted us to think he's dead. He's gonna wake up in a hospital to, in uh, the next episode, right? Well, you skip the. You just skip the one step where it's like, no, he's alive, and I, I appreciate that. But I just, uh, I want to acknowledge that they still want us to think that he's dead. Yeah. But yeah. But you, you know, I, I don't think so. But. Yeah. But they did give us all these hints that he's got heart problems now, and he's he doesn't care. Yeah. He's ignoring his health to his own detriment. He still wants to be the fastest man alive, even if it kills him, and it probably if, will. 
I think the next one will. Uh, that's my prediction. I think he's going to have a big arc where he winds up taking whoever he needs to take to the site of the last fight. He's going to yeah. speed them wherever they need to go. So uh, oh. one more powerful sacrificial move. That's my guess. For, he the way, yeah. his lesson and he tries to be a good guy for real and then dies in the process. Oh, man. Yeah. What a tragedy. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. Yeah, it's okay, almost like it's it was, like it's like a tragic redemption arc. All right, go ahead, uh, Pretty Garden. I was just gonna say it was pretty slick how he kicked Blue Hawk's leg out and then just grabbed him <laughs> by the ankle. That was slick. Yeah. Yes. I uh, want to uh, right after that celebrity mashup of Magic when it goes back to Homelander, he's freaking out and he goes, "If the company fails, I fail." So I think he still thinks that you know. If if he kind of if the company goes down, he's tethered to that somehow. Even though I mean, yes, he's kind of leading it right now, but I think they have something in store for him, and he knows about it. You know, that's a really good line, Joe, that you picked up on. And there's a lot of parallelism with something that Maeve told him earlier on in the series, which is, "Wow, you made this all about you in like two moves." Oh yeah. And uh, that mirror scene, that is, I, th I think that's a Green Goblin parody, to be perfectly honest. Mm -hmm. It's very good common. Call. In a good lot call. Of, yeah. It's, it's oh, very wow. Good, good, good pickup. I not, not yeah, mentioned yeah, that's yeah. a good pickup. Yeah. Hey, Dion, not, hopefully now that you did the switcheroo, uh, I want to get some of your thoughts here since you got the switcheroo ready. How you doing, man? I'm sorry, brother. Yeah, I think my computer took a ditch. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, you, yeah. you come in loud and clear and you look great. Awesome. Yeah, I was missing too much. Of the I was so excited. I was missing too much of the conversation. Um, what was the question? I'm sorry. Well, we were just talking about that scene where uh, uh, where Blue Hawk got dragged on the pavement by A Train. Bro, <laughs> finally A Train's done what he should have did like three episodes ago. He could have did that like and just dumped his body in the lake. But like, well, I don't know. He disappeared, bro. You know. Oh. I I, I mean, I loved it. I thought, you know, I would have dragged him longer. I would have just had two pairs of legs and just started playing drums as I died. <laughs> you know? uh, just fell off into the thumbs like, this dude. Um, so yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, like I said, we were just talking about earlier, it's, it's like reminiscent of a Mortal Kombat fatality from MK11 that Cabal, Cabal can do. You know, you know what's so funny? That's actually what I wrote down. I just wrote the word fatality. <laughs> you know, like I said, we've got Tabmuck99 up in this bitch. We, 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 it's inevitable that we're going to tie in Mortal Kombat some way, somehow. You got it. <laughs> by pure coincidence, I happen to have on my fatality t-shirt. What do you know? Yes! <laughs> oh, he does. I will say this too, and this is, it just reminded me of the other part of that scene. I, I almost forgot the other thing. It was like, it does definitely look like a fatality without a doubt, but also, oh my God, I hate saying this. It's just another political thing. It reminds me of when they dragged the guy behind the truck and it seemed like they were trying to do a flip-flop of that. I don't know if you know about that. Uh, oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. An yes. inverse racially of that. 
Uh, I I don't know if that was their intention, but I thought about that during this, where I was like, oh, he's being drug like the guy who, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh wow, I didn't yeah. pick up yeah. on that. That's a great observation. Holy shit! Yeah. I, now, now it does that... seem like a fatality because the the way the audio drops too. They should have yeah. played the music, but oh. it was just. But now that you mentioned it, now that, now that scene hits yeah. fucking harder now. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I thought of that. I thought of that immediately. But I don't know. I guess Ooh, I forgot about God it. Damn. <laughs> but um but yeah rewatch that part because the way that that audio drops at the end it's just like the the pepsi commercial when you sip well that, yeah yeah like not like that, but not, but, yeah. yeah you mentioned the commercial but also like, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like an adrenaline like he knew he was under orders from what's her nuts not to do that and animal are not to mm-hmm. do that and i think oh. the adrenaline was getting to him like oh fuck i fucked up they're gonna they're gonna kill me now you guys want to talk about that scene too with Ashley? Holy yes. shit! Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so Josh, <laughs> yeah, Josh, lead us off. Oh yeah, uh, Ashley is trying to be Homelander with no powers. She's trying to be the human Homelander. She's wearing the outfit. She uh, has you know, just going nuts. She's copying his mannerisms. Not the way just that, but remember, she had she had the strap on of the of the Homelander's dildo. Yes, 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 yeah, yep. that too. And then just like snapping at a train, snapping at that other woman, talking about doing an interview in her asshole or whatever. Uh, yeah, she's literally trying to just. I'm gonna be Homelander the best I can, uh, even though I don't have any powers. Um, isn't she? She's in Doom Patrol, right? That woman. Or now, or is that somebody else? I, 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 I never watched the third season of Doom Patrol. I'm way behind. Okay. So. I couldn't tell you, but I do know that yeah, um, okay. hair pulling disorder—that's a real thing. Mm. It's called trichotillomania. And mm. listening to what you just said, it seems like where they're going with this is she's going to pull out all her hair to the point where her hair does look like Homelander's. Mm. Oh. Mm. There, Tamago with another one. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> Just tear it all up. I loved in that scene that even though A Train is the one with the superpowers, when she pulled her hair out, he was genuinely scared. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I'm sorry. That was that. Uh, that was awesome. He knew he was dealing with an unstable genius at that point. And and she had a point, like. Through all the craziness, her point was like, "What about all the shit that you did, Pop Claw, and all the stuff that I had to do to cover up for you?" Like, you know, the A Train was wrong. I think, ironically enough, I guess that strange thing did set off the motions for A Train to have his little arc. What it seems like he's having. And uh, apologized to Huey, and it seemed yeah. like a sincere, heartfelt apology. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he Robin. Uh, he had, remember, he had actually kidnapped Huey's dad and threatened to kill Huey's dad unless mm. Huey did what he wanted. Uh, like, Adrian was really that. fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so for him for him to talk about, like, he cares about the innocent people dying, like, yeah, uh, everything that, that Ashley said to him was, was right on. This is what Jay and I were talking about last week. I called out Butcher on his hypocrisy, and I called out uh, A-Train on his hypocrisy last week. And then this week on the show, they actually did it. So we were right in tune with where they were going with these characters. Yep. Absolutely. And uh, and A-Train thing, did that happen before or after uh, Soldier Boy lasered the house? Uh, before, because... Oh, yeah. um, I was going to say, if it happened after, I was like, maybe he's losing his powers because of that. But if it happened before, then no. Yeah. No, he, he went into, Huey went in to go get everybody first. 
I, I did want to say that I want that it's juxtaposed with Huey's arc where like his apology wasn't good enough and Huey's becoming like a dickhead. So it's kind of like the opposite. Yeah, like yeah. A-Train's going one way and Huey's going the other way. And that was like a interesting crossroad that they had. Yeah. And Starlight is the one who's rising above it all because she's the one saying, you know what? I am mm -hmm. through partnering with murders. I am through mm -hmm. people telling me I have to be just as bad as the other guys in order to win. I'm done with it. You can play this game, Congresswoman, if you want, but when you're done, all you're gonna have left is a, a steaming pile of shit that you're standing on, which you built. She does not want to partner with murders. She does not want to resort to doing what the bad guys are doing in order to beat them at their own game. She wants to play, she wants to be a true superhero. Yeah. Which is they're aspiring to be a superhero in the sense that DC and Marvel would have, not the bot universe. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. There's one uh, we actually glossed completely over, and that's the the Kimiko scene with the Russians. Oh yeah, let's yeah, talk about that. Back and starts killing them again. All right, who so wants yeah, to kick we it off. That. Joe, kick it off. All right, so uh, I like how uh, I can't remember the woman with that Russian there, but she starts going through Sergei's back history with all his injuries and everything else, and how she basically sent him on all those missions so he's like her lapdog and Kimiko can't take it anymore and after she finally breaks loose she goes back to her old ways and starts killing again I think she's getting her power back. yes yes she broke out of the cuffs right yeah like only someone with only a soup could do that yeah so we know, so we know that whatever power that uh, Soldier Boy has, it's not permanent. Like it's not like it's it's not the be all end all. It doesn't actually take away the other soup's powers, which is probably why. Okay, it just dawned on me now, which is probably why he was still like in that tank. Like the reason why the Russians were still experimenting on him, he wasn't ready yet. He's not a finished yeah. product yet, because that. I think that beam, the Havoc beam, anybody who knows who Havoc is from X-Men, the Havoc beam, uh, I think the intention was to kill Homelander and to take away a soup's power, but apparently that's not the case because we've seen Kamiko get her power back. Temporarily. I want to pick everyone here, pick your brain for a second with Homelander's power. Um, I think that back in the day with Payback, I think he used the Havoc beam on Black Noir, and that's why Black Noir was all burnt and stuff. So I feel like potentially we kind of know that this is only temporary, not just from Kimiko, but also from Black Noir, because Black Noir does have its powers still. Uh, Paul pointed out that uh, Kimiko didn't use her superpowers to break out of the cups. She actually picked them using a nail file, the old fashioned way. Um, yeah. Okay. So she may not be getting superpowers. We'll see I'll how check. it shakes out later tonight, okay. won't we? All right, all right. Oh, oops, that was I a big oops that, on me. <laughs> I thought when they pulled Soldier Boy out of the, the, the tank, I thought it, they implied that that power was new. Was I the only one who got that in, impression? Yes, yeah, that, the, that is a new power. Because he, he didn't have it, like, when they showed him in the, eight, in the flashback in the 80s, he didn't have it. I think, right. I think the whole point yeah. is the Russians are making him more powerful to kill... Homelander in the seven because you see the Russian graffiti, like the yeah. anti-seven graffiti. 
I think they're speaking of to... how Soldier Boy used yeah. to be in the past. Was another funny line that he had was how he used to love Liberty back in the day. Remember that? Oh, oh yeah, the old Liberty. There's a real hero. Our hero. Goddamn. <laughs> like everything that he says, like Huey's like, oh no, how can I explain to this guy how wrong he is? Yeah. But was it because Liberty was Stormfront, right? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Oh my god, him and Homelander are so much alike. It's it's sick. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it makes you wonder if Stormfront was around, what would she say as far as this whole battle going on between Homelander and Soldier Boy? She might be able to put put the fight down and say, "Boys, boys, we're all on the same team here. Come on now." Oh. Then the rest of us would really be screwed. Yeah. Trying to show the the same type of relationship between Captain America and Superman. Because those are so similar. Mm. Yeah. Oh, they're trying to do the same thing with Homelander and uh, Soldier Yeah. All right. I, I loved it when Billy Butcher was explaining to him. He's like, uh, "Who is this Homelander? You know, I've seen pictures of him." He's like, "Well, he's the new you." Ah, uh, yes. impossible. There's no new me. Yep. Yep. He explained then, so well. Okay. So I figured. Okay. So it is after ten. So let's let's talk about that fight. And I want Davis to kick it off before I get to you, Davis, though, uh, when we get to talk about this this final fight here. I just love the build-up, the tension. Okay, first and foremost, I, I didn't think we were going to get a fight in this episode. I thought the fight was going to come, like, later. The fact that we yeah. got the fight this soon is fucking incredible, but... You think that would be a season finale, Yes, right? exactly. If, if the show ended now, I would have been like, holy shit, but no, we got... I'll tell you what I think they're building up to, but yes. I want to hear your thoughts first. I just, okay. Like I said, I want Davis to kick it off, and before Davis kicks it off here, I just want to say I just love the tension when, when soon as Homelander and Soldier Boy walk into the room, and they have that exchange, and he's just like... He's like, when Homelander's like, I, he's like, Soldier Boy, I worshipped you. I watched all your movies. I watched everything you did. I wanted to be you. You were my idol. And then Soldier Boy's just like, you're just the false version of me. And he's like, no, I'm the you're fucking You're so pansy, upgrade. boy. I'm the upgrade. Yeah. That the, shit was fucking bonkers. Man. Well, what a way to start a fucking fight. But Davis, go ahead, man. Dish out your thoughts on that fantastic final fight. Oh, man. Oh. Okay, so uh, okay, so you have Homelander who could pretty much snap at any moment. Like, uh, like, uh, like, uh, like his his mental state is on the verge of collapsing, and 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 and, uh, and also like I I I, I, I up. okay, so like if like if Soldier Boy like were to actually win like it against Homelander like. Ho like Homelander is completely defeated by Soldier Boy. That only means that everyone's got to worry about Soldier Boy now. <laughs> I, exactly. I, I, I just won't put that out there. But exactly. oh man, um, it, like uh, like like every like everything from the dialogue, the tag team, the stunt work, the special effects, it, it, like like spe especially especially that little beam battle with with Homelander and Butcher, like it, it kind of reminded me of Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. Yeah, which, or Harry Potter uh, or something. Love that. Yeah, that shit was <laughs> always always good stuff. Oh, the beam fight that was also like. <laughs> and, uh, oh no, good. Sorry. Oh no no no! Can you continue? No, 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 please. Uh, I was just going to say there are other things like the Storm and the Cyclops uh, beam laser battle, and uh, there's one other one that I, I remember from Marvel and DC. Oh, uh, Superman and Doomsday, they also have the oh, same the, type of thing. Yeah. Too. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. The that Omega one, too. 
But I think the boys it's, did it yeah, better. Yeah, like it, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And 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 uh, also like this is just round one. I have a good feeling that this is a, like like this is not going to be like a one time thing. You know, you know they're going to fight again later on. And uh, I mean, if, if so, like I'm I, I'm I'm hyped. I I uh, like I I really I really want to see you know the rematch. And I forgot who said it before, uh, but yes, it totally is Captain America versus Superman. And goddamn, I <laughs> yes. Dion, I know you you DM me and just loaded you just blew up my phone after you were done watching that fucking episode. So Dion, go ahead, dish it out that fucking fight. Man, I watched it again tonight. But when I so like like because I watched it in the morning and I said because I think I messaged you like if I because I don't have neighbors, I live in a building by myself. If I had neighbors, they'd have been banging on my door because my reaction was like watching like a bar Sorry. fight explode into a riot. Like in an establishment, I literally was jumping up and down on my chair, which nearly tipped over, yelling, "Oh shit! Oh shit!" <laughs> and just <laughs> the fight was amazing. And you just got these moments, like so. Homelander's like, "You know what? I'm done with you." He lasers Billy. So them and him and uh, Soldier Boy are now fighting. This is amazing because I think it was Pretty Guardian who kind of used said before. We don't really know if Homelander can actually fight. So now we're into it. Right. Right each other i was like oh shit this is amazing then butcher comes up and he's like where's this dude coming from he's still alive and now you got this this freeway i was just like ah oh, and yes. then when huey comes in i was just like oh shit my man gotta get a piece and he still got his dick out i was just i literally <laughs> up and down like a three-year-old yelling oh shit for about five minutes and like it was everything yes that's was the best part of the entire episode and that's what made it the best episode of this entire series because it was the tension that kept building through the scene yes. and it was just like i mean i wish i could, i wish i had video of what i looked like watching that scene because it was <laughs> I, uh, but they were building it. a lot of tension throughout the episode and then we got a release of that tension which you might call the hero gasm Oh, I can't say enough good things about that scene. And also, I looked it up. It took them five days to film that. So, like, a wow. Lot of work. Really? That, that's impressive. Yeah. In five days, they filmed that? That's yeah. impressive. And so I just—I mean, I watched it again tonight. It was the same. I was just like, "Oh shit! Oh shit!" You know what? It just dawned on me. You know, you know the old saying: "Don't ever fucking tug on Superman's cape." Oh, they tugged yeah. on that cape pretty fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of like Edna Mode in The Incredibles, where she's like, "We don't put capes no in capes. your costumes." <laughs> no capes. Yeah. yeah. Nope. <laughs> So can I uh, chime in here with what I think they're building up to? All right. All right. Based on that fight, it's going to be hard to top, so they're going to have to come up with something big. If you remember the finale, right, the, the end of the episode, Starlight is on some streaming app, some streaming platform, yeah. talking yeah. about how she's done with the BS. She's coming forward. Homelander is the worst of them all. She just came out and called him out publicly. She's done yes. hiding. She's done keeping quiet. 
She is uh, who she's always been times 10. She's completely transparent now. She's going to be open with the public about how bad these soups really are. This is going to force a confrontation. And what I believe the season finale is going to be Homelander's team versus whoever's with him versus whoever's against them. It's going to be an all out brawl, maybe Mortal Kombat Armageddon style, or maybe a better, more appropriate comparison would be the intro to Super Friends, where you've got the good guys on one side and you've got the bad guys on the other side. It's going to be an all out melee as they all go against each other. Or it might just be everybody against Homelander. He may have mm. no one left on his team. That could be the other way they play this. Mm. He is falling apart. He's losing his allies. We don't really know where the Congresswoman stands. That aside, it could be Soldier Boy and Starlight and everybody, A-Train, if he's okay, everybody teaming up to beat Homelander and get rid of him once and for all. Wait, can I, I have a question? Yes. Where is Stan Edgar? Yeah. Where is and, Stan Edgar? Yeah, and where's the other character that we and that's missing May. as well? Yeah. yeah. They're, he's, they're having legal yeah. difficulties. They're having legal yeah. difficulties. What is going on with them? Is Starlight the only one who actually knows where Maeve is, right? Nobody doesn't knows know. Where Maeve is. No, no. Ashley might know. Knows. Uh, but they have the in the hotel. See, that's what I want. I want Starlight to mount a rescue and get in there and get Maeve back. I'll tell you this: if Maeve is actually dead and they do another like Stormfront-like thing where they just say, "Oh yeah, she died off camera," then that's going to drag it down for me a lot. So I hope that that's not the case. I thought about that like today. I'm like, no, nah, she's got to be alive somewhere. Otherwise, that would be horrific. Okay, so I missed something. What happened with her after the her and Starlight's conversation? So Queen Maeve got knocked out by uh, Black Noir. Well, okay, I that's right. I'm sorry, I, I forgot yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we haven't seen her since. Homelander, Homelander set her up because she confronted Homelander, and then then she got tackled by uh, Black Noir. And we haven't seen her since. That's right. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> right down. Yeah, Why don't we think about who might still be loyal to Homelander? Do you think I mean, unless you know, Joe's right with his bold yeah, I was prediction. Say, I did have my prediction. <laughs> my what the hell is the deep going to do? He's going to have some sharks or something? Like, who cares? Like, the deep Another is <laughs> He, like, sucks. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. We don't know who's left. We don't know who Homelander has left. Unless... If okay. Black Noir is found, then he's he's in the fight. Who's he going to back? He's, he's oh, Homelander. He's AWOL. I don't know. We'll have to wait I, and see. Well, maybe we'll find out tonight. I, I do want to. Uh, I do want to read this off though, because Vought did send out a press release. Yes, about, you were telling us about the Instagram thing that Starlight. Yeah, yeah. Did. Read it that says, off because I never even saw it. Read mm. it off. Oh, oh it's gonna be good. <laughs> the recent accusations made by Annie January, codenamed Starlight, on a recent social media live stream, in no way reflect Vought International as a whole. Vought assures our shareholders that we will use the full power of the American legal system to fight these spurious allegations. And we also confirmed that January has been terminated and her status as co-captain of the seven rescinded, effective immediately. January is a glory hound who became hysterical with rage after Homelander ended their relationship. Sadly, her crazed jealousy has boiled over into insurrectionist territory and has made a reconciliation impossible. 
We ultimately regret making January a member of the seven. Our goal is, and always will be, the advancement of the American people and the expansion of liberty across the world for America, signed Homelander. Oh, so this no. is what you always do, right? When you end a relationship, you say, oh, that bitch was crazy. That's what he's doing. Yep. See, I hate that. Like, and everybody hates that. I, but you know who has proof? Amber Heard. Stand no. her. Save yourself. Right, right. Okay. He said Amber Heard. I love it. I thought you were going to say about the flight video, which still is still looming around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is still yeah. Yeah, Queen Maeve has it, so. Well, we don't know what happened to her, but if anything, if that Ooh. video goes public, remember, Homeland is not afraid to take out the nerve centers. He'll start by destroying New York City. Well. I got, yeah, I got a prediction. I think Queen Maeve, maybe she, and my predictions, they've been, eh, I've been okay. I've been like 70, 30. Um, maybe Queen Maeve escaped, I think, possibly, before and hid somewhere, before they can actually take her and hold her captive. Maybe her and Sam Edgar are in a room somewhere, prisoners. <laughs> you know how I feel about Homelander threatening to take out the nerve centers or whatever? Fucking try it. It, it only took three soups to take your ass out. How many are out here in the world? Fuck Homelander. Oh, yeah. Like they might be able to avenge <laughs> oh. New York, but I don't know. I think Homelander could single-handedly destroy it before anybody takes him down. Okay, New York has like eight million, or how many million people are in New York? You're telling me there's not a whole squad of soups in there? Please. <laughs> not only that, how, how many, how many uh, comic movies have tried to destroy New York and it failed? But I'm not saying he won't do some damage. I just don't think he'll get as far as he thinks he will. Oh, I have a question. Is there any more um, uh, of the those members, the Soldier Boys team? Black He's Noir. Payback. Yeah, Payback. Oh, oh just uh, Black Noir? Is that the only one left? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because the Mosquito got killed. Mm. Er yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because they look like they were on a mission to go find the last one. Maybe it will. They'll have that. Maybe no, no, you're right. Because when they did this, they say they're gonna start in Vermont because that's where the twins mm -hmm. are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that implied that there's a couple more stops that that he's gonna want to make. Oh wow. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, uh, so can I ask another question? Yeah. In the in the hotel in the conversation with Huey. I, and I didn't have a chance to go back because this was I, I watched it right before we kind of went live. Did Soldier Boy say that him and Crimson had kids, or they were, or did he say they were planning on having kids? They were planning on it. Um, planning until okay. you know all the shit happened. Until the shenanigans. Oh, someone's okay. gonna say hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so cute. Nice. <laughs> Hi, doggy. Hi, doggy. That terror. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got we got a cameo. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry about that. No, no, no. Was... Let's no. We love dogs here at Nerd Cage Live, so it's all good. All right. Do we though? Um. Okay. So it's getting close to ten thirty. So let's just wrap this up here. So we'll go. Let's go in a circle and just, you know, give our you know closing thoughts and what we're excited for next, and let everybody plug themselves in again. So. Tabuk 99, kick it off, man. Give your closing thoughts and uh, yeah. Um, 
I guess, you know, everybody's really excited about this episode. This really, you guys really made me realize how awesome it was just reliving all the amazing moments. <laughs> uh, I'm going to increase my opinion of it after rethinking it. Um, this really is like, uh, I wouldn't say perfect. I'm going to give it nine and a half out of 10. The only thing dragging it down for me is these clumsy analogies. You know, Homelander saying it's safe to go outside. Clearly an allusion to uh, politicians who have said that it's safe to go outside during COVID. It doesn't make any sense to me. Soldier Boy, it's safe to go outside with Holger, Soldier Boy running around. Soldier Boy, remember, threw a Benz through a car, killing uh, Mother Milk's family. Yes. So this idea that it's safe to go outside, no, you're not even safe in your own home with someone like Soldier Boy. So the analogy is a little clumsy. I didn't like that. So I'm just going to knock it down half a point. Other than that, I love it. Um, thank you for putting my channel out there in the chat. That's yep. me, youtube.com slash tabmock99. If you like the Mortal Kombat franchise and if you want some deep dives on Mortal Kombat lore, my channel is the place to go. You can also find me at tabmock99 on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. Yes, links are in the description. Yes, tabmock99 is the leader of the Mortal Kombat fan community. We... We are lucky to have him as, as a Mortal Kombat fan. I'm just saying we are lucky to have him. And his strength of geek knowledge, it like surpasses Shao Kahn. And he want deep lore, all the information, go to Tab Monk's channel. All right. The lovely Pretty Guardian, what are your closing thoughts? And go ahead and plug yourself away. For my closing thoughts, I'm giving this episode a 9 out of 10. I thought it was so great the way they built up the tension obviously that climactic fight scene at the end was just off the chain i loved your reaction to it dion because i was right there with you oh shit oh shit it was that good where i'm really excited to see this season go is i want to know what's going on with queen Maeve. And I'm also worried for Annie. On the one hand, I think that she is way stronger than a lot of people give her credit for. When I did my top 10 soups video, I was looking through some of her fight scenes. She was tanking shotguns. She was getting thrown into like marble columns by Black Noir. She's a tough chick. So I'm, I'm worried for her, but I'm, I'm excited to see how things play out for her at the same time. Nine out of 10. And where can everybody find you? Everyone can find me at youtube.com slash pretty guardian. Yes. And obviously my links are in the description box. And also thank you to everybody on the panel. You guys rock and bring so much energy and life to this show. It's always awesome hearing your opinions. Thank you. Very, very kind words. And like I said, we always, it's always a joy to have you thank here. You. Um, Josh from movie, movie and gaming aficionados, go ahead. Your closing thoughts on this episode of The Boys and plug yourself away, my dude. All right. Uh, very well-paced episode, I'll say. I wasn't really bored. Um, so I will say that. Probably going to give it a nine uh, with those little minor caveats, uh, little nitpicks I had. Overall, it was a great episode, though. And, I mean, this is the second to last episode coming up. So, I mean, if, if that's the case, I'm even more excited for the last two episodes. Hopefully they don't drop the ball like so many other shows do. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that they will. But, um, yeah, man, uh, great having, you know, this discussion and we find people. And thank you, Jay, for having me. Oh, yeah. uh, you can find me at Movie and Gaming Aficionados. Uh, I have content up there. I have reviews, movie reviews, news, gaming stuff, but I might actually make a big change to my channel. I'm thinking about it. It's like in like the process, but yep. it's going to be some cool stuff coming. 
All right. Absolutely. And it's always a joy having you here, my dude. Thank All you. right, the Mighty Titan Goji, you got two, well, you got two channels to promote, and of course, I want to hear your uh, uh, closing thoughts on this fantastical episode that was episode six of season three. Uh, so, uh, uh, first off, thank thank you so much, Jay, um, uh, for uh, for uh, for uh, inviting me on here, and thank you uh, everyone else for such an amazing uh, panel and discussion of this episode. Because goddamn, I fucking love this episode so much. Uh, uh, I, I I mean, I I don't want to be a dead horse. I, I want to keep repeating myself. This episode was truly, truly amazing uh like uh, like uh, like if if i had to give someone like three or five reasons to watch the boys this episode is one of those reasons yeah and uh <laughs> yeah and and um once again i'm davis Madol, also known as titan goji um i do uh videos about japanese sci-fi whether it's tokusatsu or anime this morning i just uploaded a video where i uh, where i react to numerous gundam toy and model kit commercials uh against again some pretty good reactions out of that one and i also have fitness channel named uh turned a fitness and performance uh i'm 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 gonna try and uh and post uh uh every weekend on there if not every other weekend and um and i i am going to be making two convention appearances uh in july i will be uh, in Chicago, Illinois, for G Fest uh, from yes! July fifteenth to the seventeenth, and on the seventeenth at ten a.m., I will be hosting a panel about Attack on Titan with fellow YouTubers Steam Guan and Sentinel Prime's Chin, and I will be going to Anime Matsuri in Houston, Texas, from July 29th to the thirty-first. And on the 29th at three o'clock uh, in the afternoon, I will be I will be hosting another Attack on Titan panel. However, this will be how Tokusatsu had influenced uh, the series itself. So uh, yeah, if, if you're in Chicago or Houston, uh, you know, look forward to uh, possibly seeing me. <laughs> I will definitely be there in Chicago, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be one of those loud like I'm not like yeah <laughs> I'm gonna be cheering you on. So I'm very much looking forward to your presentation at G Fest, and yes, I will be at G Fest as well. People, no no panel for me. I, I pulled out because I'm unsure of how the new layout of G Fest is gonna be like. Cause the, for the first time ever, G Fest is at a new um uh new venue. So I, that's why I pulled oh, out. Oh yeah. So there, there's some uncertainty there. So I pulled out. But I'll probably do my panel in a couple of years. I'm not. I'm not. I don't plan on going to G Fest next year unless, unless, I don't, know, I don't know what her condition is or how her health is. But if they somehow get uh, Kumi Mizuno next year at G Fest, I will go. But I'm planning on going to G Fest this year, not next year. But I will go in 2024 for Godzilla's 70th birthday. Um, but yes. Davis, I'm looking forward to your panel, and I'm definitely looking forward to hanging out with you at G-Fest, and of course, hitting the gym with you, because you are the reason why I get my ass off the couch, okay? So, <laughs> so I highly oh, recommend, yeah. if you Happy need any fitness here. tips, or any, need any kind of like, um, you know, like enthusiasm, or just reason to like, hit the gym, just look at what Davis posts, and look, and, and, and subscribe to his new channel, just saying. Oh, I and definitely remember, appreciate here. Never skip leg day, people. Yes. 
Yeah, we don't want we don't need no giant brothels roaming around the earth, okay? So yeah, leg day's important. Yeah. We, we don't skip leg day. All right. Chicago's finest, who I'm hopefully gonna see at G Fest as well. Dan McGill, go ahead give your closing thoughts on this episode and plug yourself in, my dude. Okay, first things first. Please let me apologize to the Nerd Cage Nation for my technical difficulties. Oh, it's something as hopefully Jay doesn't lock me out, and I'll see you guys again. No, Second never. thing, <laughs> let me because Titan Goji is a humble motherfucker. But let's be, let's make no mistakes. Nerd Cage Titan Goji is coming to Chicago, the best city in the world, might I add. So if you, because I know there's some few motherfuckers are in Peoria, some of y'all are down South Illinois, some of you might be a couple states away, drag your dead asses to Chicago, July 15th to the 17th. I'm going to be there. Jay St. G's going to be there. Titan Goji's going to be there. We can just have a Nerd Cage party. Burn the motherfucker down because Chicago needs something anyway, and we'll go waltzing off into the sunset. So please put that on your calendar, make it happen. Third thing, um, I, 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 I gotta quote my most favorite MC. I, I know I need to tone it down a bit because I'm throwing out these tens just like they counterfeit. Ten. Bing, 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 bing. I love this episode. I thought it was amazing. I like. I watched it again tonight, and my reaction was the exact same. I have nothing but questions. Where's Stan Edgar? Where's Maeve? And you gotta remember, Stan Edgar and Soldier Boy work together in the field, so they have a relationship. I'm so excited to see. Like, I just want I, Giancarlo Esposito is like my hero. I'm like. I, I don't know. I'm fanboying. I would just, eh, like Prince. I don't care. I love him, and I want to see more of him. Um, and so I can't wait for I'm, I'm so glad I made my boss at work happy today because I'm staying up late tonight to watch the boys. So <laughs> other than that, um, more questions, just so many more questions. And one thing we didn't really talk about, I like the idea that one of the world's most powerful superheroes' power is tied to PTSD is so intriguing to me as a veteran. Like, I like when he was talking in the hotel room about, you know, out in the field and these battles. I'm like, that's we used to call that shell shock. That motherfucker guys, he needs to talk to a therapist. So I find that super intriguing as well. So can't wait for the next episode. As soon as I get out of here, we all know where I'm headed. Thank you guys as always. You guys are fabulous and amazing. And I just love and gals. I, I, I use guys as a blanket term. Don't get okay. mad at me. Um, neutral. <laughs> right. I just I apologize. Uh, but thank you guys for letting me just, you know, sit and chat with you cats, man. What what better thing could I be doing on a Thursday night? I love it. Off the beaten podcast.com. I, I I say I'm gonna do something on YouTube. I've been telling that shit for about a year now. So send me an email and call me a lazy motherfucker and it might happen. Alright, I'll get right on it. And uh Joe, before you uh tell everybody about uh Friday and Tuesday again. We're going to be back here next Thursday talking episode 7. So hopefully we can get the same panel back or some of y'all back or all y'all back. Who knows? But the, the door's open. We're going to be doing another panel next Thursday. And and because of G-Fest and the upcoming Nerd Cage Live hiatus, which I'm going to get to in a minute, uh, we're actually going to be doing the spoiler panel for the season finale on Sunday, July 10th. Due to the fact that I'll be in Chicago. So we're going to have two panels back to back. One on next Thursday and one on next Sunday. 
uh, to do episode 7 and 8. Uh, that being said, Joe, go ahead, dish your thoughts out, uh, give this 1 through 10, and uh, tell them about tomorrow and Tuesday. All right. Well, this episode, like I said, was as close to perfect as I could get. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. And, you know, there's, like I said, there's still, even after talking about it, there's nothing I can really nitpick out of this that I would, I would change it really well. Uh, that being said, tomorrow we will be on Twitch at the same time we always are at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard, and we will be playing Mortal Kombat Deception Conquest Mode, the finale. Twitch.tv slash NerdCage Live, and then tell them about Tuesday. Yes, and on Tuesday, we will be doing a one-off of House of the Dead Remake. Yes, I cannot wait to kick it with you, Joe. I, I haven't played House of the Dead in decades, so I'm really much looking forward. Yeah. We just finished Resident Evil 1 Remake, but zombie killing season's not over. Because we're going to play a one-off of House of the Dead on Tuesday before, again, we're going on a hi uh, brief hiatus. We're still going to do NerdCage Live Gaming, but we are going to be taking a couple weeks off due to the fact I'm going to be in Chicago. Um, that being said, guys, uh, this was this was a 10 out of 10 for me. I absolutely loved everything about this episode. It wasn't just the, the fantastic tits and all that. It was really that fight at the end that just brought everything together. Because I wasn't expecting them to fight so soon, and we know there's going to be more. And just, I don't know how. The fact that they keep... They keep raising the bar on this show and it's just freaking amazing i just can't get enough of it i'm looking forward to watching the next episode uh also i just wanted to say real quick um again let me just reiterate we're gonna be finished up our covers of the boys thursday and next sunday uh but i want everybody please if you can make the time to be at the premiere next friday at nine o'clock eastern standard time that's eight central six pacific will be the nerd cage live and friends mount rushmore of action stars uh, I'm telling you, you guys are going to love it. This is going to be the last video I put out for a while because we are taking a break because we are, as Josh just mentioned, he's going to be doing a little bit of some changes. We got some changes coming up too on NerdCage Live. We're going to be doing a soft rebranding. Um, you know, obviously, um, Mark has stepped away, but he'll still be, you know, part of the NerdCage family. We're still going to have him on from time to time, but, uh, there are going to be some changes to the channel. Um, and we're going to, um... And we have two major announcements to make. We're not... It's everything set in stone, but we're, we're not ready to reveal anything yet. But we have a big reveal coming up, as well as a groundbreaking contest that we're going to do. I think I said too much. But Ooh. please... Is this, is this big reveal what I think it is? <laughs> no, you, you have to wait too and much. see. I want um, that, whatever that is. I want whatever's in that contest. I want to win it. Well... <laughs> no, <it's not> <laughs> We, we, like I said, we have two major announcements. Uh, we will, we will definitely, we won't just drop the announcements. We will definitely say on the NerdCage Live, NerdCage Nation discussion group, as well as on Twitter and Instagram. We will build it up when we're ready. Can you give the audience tonight a hint as to what it is? I will not do it's that. It's bigger than yeah, Heroes. Okay. No, that's right, brother. Yeah. Well, what, does I, it rhyme, what does it rhyme with? It's a wet now. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the first letter? Not saying it. Not saying it. Not okay, saying how it. many letters is it? <laughs> I'm gonna ask you backstage, but I'll, I'll see. Yeah. Oh, I'm not <laughs> revealing anything. I, all I'm gonna say is you guys will be excited, and hopefully, mm. hopefully that you know there won't be like a stampede that's gonna storm the Nerd Cage Live hideout. <laughs>
Because it's that there's big. there's a stampede, because that's what we want. Maybe the stampede, that, the, like, subscribe, all that shit. You Joe know? and I might have to hire some security. We might have to hire Titan Goji to stand by nice. as a bouncer, because we may need some protection when we reveal Ooh. this big-ass motherfucking contest that we're going to drop on Nerdcage Live. Just saying. That's how big it is. <laughs> all right, so... <laughs> Okay, I can't wait to reveal it. I really can't <laughs> wait to reveal it. Um, I think I said too much. But like I said, changes are coming. We're not going to, we are taking a break. Listen, Joe and I, like, we we live and breathe this shit. We need a break. And I'm glad I get to spend a week in Chicago to, you know, let my nuts hang out and have a good time. Uh, I'm looking forward, very much looking forward to G-Fest. But I'm taking a break from, from Nerd Cage Live, and I'm taking a break from Joe Blow. But behind the scenes, we are going to be doing a soft rebrand and we're going to be making some big reveals uh and please I not... visit reynaldi's when you're out there in chicago i will it's on my list it's on my list dion i put it on my list all right so listen again hopefully we'll be back next thursday with episode seven spoiler whoa spoiler talk uh i just want to thank this fantastic panel please sub them all up not only that they are fantastic and talented people but they are fantastic friends and i am lucky to have them so that being said, as always, we pray please ask you to like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, and spread that shit like Compound V. So the USA from yours truly, Syracuse, New York, Chicago, Illinois, Dallas, Texas, Portland, Oregon, New Jersey, and Florida, to all of our friends and fans around the world at Nerd Cage live off the beaten podcast. Titan Goji moving gaming fishing now is the pretty guardian and tab bug 99. As always, enjoy life, stay safe, eat your vegetables, do your push ups, watch those Titan Goji workouts, and good night. Take it easy, y'all. Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya? Well. Before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerdcage Live! <laughs>